guys, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Benz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am chatting with Courtney. She is an online business coach and an Instagram expert. She helps teach coaches and creatives how to build, grow, and scale profitable businesses using Instagram as a vehicle to do so. So Courtney, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you today amongst everything that's going on. (laughs) Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I know it is a unprecedented, crazy time right now, but I'm so happy to be here to chat with you. I know, same. I'm, I'm excited to hear from you, kind of see how your business is doing, see how you're adjusting. But before we dive into that, tell me about how you got into the entrepreneurial journey and kind of where you are today. Sure. So let's do the short and sweet because I yeah. can you know, sit here and talk about myself <laughs> for hours. Um, <laughs> So I actually have my degree in psychology and I worked for the county doing um, ABA work. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Mm -hmm. but it's basically Watson's theory of behaviorism. And I uh, worked with kids who had autism and other sort of emotional behavioral disturbances. And unfortunately, living here in California, um, being a state employee, I could not pay the bills. <laughs> and so I went back to the service industry and I was feeling really, you know, defeated and had a little bit of guilt around that. And a friend of mine introduced me to a network marketing company and I was like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And we did the whole grass, what I like to lovingly call grassroots marketing, you know, the parties and, and everything. And it just... We were exchanging time from, you know, money and that was the draw in the beginning and it wasn't really happening. So I thought, okay, how can I really leverage this? So I went online Mm -hmm. and I saw so many people doing it wrong. I was like, oh my goodness, this is like in your face, pitch fest. This is just going to turn people off. And so I started learning about attraction marketing and just all the things that go with building a business online. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to teach people how to do this. And so I did. Well, short and sweet. So I, <laughs> I, I mean, it took me, it took me months to really sort of hone in. And um, I don't work specifically with network marketers anymore. I just wasn't really called to that. Um, now I work more so with coaches and creatives, helping them build their business just because they have a little bit more creative freedom. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, the rest is history. Nice. I, I've been following you for a while. I had first, I don't know why I didn't know you were in California. I grew up in California <laughs> in Orange County. Oh, okay. So you're down, down South. I'm up in the North Bay. About an okay, hour. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. gotcha. Gotcha. And then I had no idea you were, you started in network marketing. That's cool. Um, so how did you kind of, did you start with coaching kind of network marketers at first? I did. I did start specifically with them, but you know what? I came up actually against a lot of resistance from their uplines and leaders. Oh, interesting. And I didn't want to have to, um, 
you know, I hate telling people, well, this is the right way. Um, because I, even with my clients, I'm like, this is what works for me, but I want to give people a lot of freedom. I'm not mm-hmm. like, I'm mm-hmm. doing this way. Mm-hmm. But coming up against resistance after resistance was really difficult in having a coaching relationship with clients. Yeah. So yeah. I sort of started steering away from that. Also, because offer formulation and all these other really amazing, fun pieces that go into building a business, you don't really have because you already have the structure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I, sh- I shortly shifted. I still work with network marketers occasionally. I actually work with a number of, you know, physical based businesses as well, but, um, I just, you know, have so much love for my, my other online. Coaches. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So are they, are, are they very specific in how they want you to market their products if you're in a network marketing business and how you come across with it? Sometimes they also just, you know, they're still doing the the old school like scripts and not their focus more is on the product. Mm-hmm. And as you know, you can buy a product from anyone, but you buy it specifically from that person, right? So building a personal brand is something that is really instrumental in being successful online mm-hmm. and a, a pillar in a lot of, you know, the curriculum that I teach. And that, I think they felt that veered away or took away from the actual product. Gotcha. And so I came up against a lot of resistance there and, um, you know. Yeah, that out. makes sense. So I want to dive into this whole coronavirus thing. This is like so huge going on. We chatted a little bit about before we started recording about just how crazy times are. I cannot believe I, I, I'm like, I'm taking it day by day. I can't believe what's happening. But how are you doing? Do, how are you doing during these crazy times amidst everything? And then has your ben- business been affected in any way? As you said, I'm definitely taking it day by day. I don't really know what else we can do. There is a lot unknown. And unfortunately, I believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's just the mm-hmm. nature of things. And yeah, yeah, as I said, day by day, I mean, I... <laughs> not yesterday, the day before had just a total breakdown and was just like mascara tears because it just felt a little overwhelming. But overall, I am just leaning into the positive and things have a way of working out. And that's mm-hmm. sort of what I am, you know, how I'm, how I'm handling things. I, I think that letting the fear of unknown and just the chaos really drive us is we always get into trouble that way, right? We Mm -hmm. need to, I think, have the internal be reflective of the external. And when we start reacting out of everything that is going on around us, we feel this sense of loss of control. So right now what I'm really focusing on and what I'm helping my clients focus on is really gaining that control back on what it is that we can control. And that is how we are, you know, feeling how we, what we are consuming, um, so. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I like, as we chatted a little bit before and this whole weekend, um, was crazy. I was like, could not stop watching the news this whole entire week. I like could not stop watching the news. And I had a freak out moment too, where I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know. I almost was like scared. And it's just crazy because I'm not necessarily like scared of this virus, but I'm just it's just crazy to see how people are reacting and how it's already affecting the economy. And I'm just like, there's no way that this will just kind of, you know, 
in a week will just be like, everything will be fine. I feel like people will have time, need time to kind of adjust kind of, I don't know. But anyways, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, something that I wanted to ask you, which I think is an interesting topic, but I've seen such a divide among entrepreneurs and their opinion of whether or not people need to be selling at this time. Um, which I kind of get and I understand a lot of people are distracted and I'm kind of the same way, but at the same time as entrepreneurs and as business owners, that's kind of our livelihood, especially in these uncertain times. So I kind of wanted to ask your opinion on that. What do you think about that? I think right now what's most important is that we honor our bandwidth and tend to our energy. So if it feels good for you to sell, then sell. If you are in a space where you just are paralyzed and can't sell, then then don't sell. Take the time. But if you aren't selling because you are, it's coming from a place of fear of judgment, you know, that's something different. And I really want people to ask themselves, where is it coming from? Like, why don't you want to sell? Mm-hmm. Because bottom line, as you were saying, everybody benefits from your business being successful. It has a trickle down effect. It affects how you're going to be spending, um, how clients are going to be spending it. I mean, my clients, they, you know, make more money when they work with me. So for me, I think that it's really easy for us to, I mean, we hear the word recession and then we just fall into this mentality like, oh my gosh, we're in a recession, my business is going to suffer. But I want to remind people that your business doesn't need to be directly tied to what's happening in the economy. And I think this time is going to define leaders and those leaders are going to to rise because people, like we were saying earlier, I mean, podcasts, views or listens are going up. All these people are looking to people to... Mm-hmm. Um, to lead them. Like, what, what do we do? What is our next step? And so I want to remind people like, this could be your time to truly shine. I, you know, as I said, I took a couple days because I just needed to really sit with the gravity and have some introspection of what was going on. Um, but after that, I came to the conclusion, it's like, it would not be integrity in integrity for me to stop selling. Cause I know now that people need my programs more than ever because I have, you know, unwavering faith and the mm-hmm, information mm-hmm. that I provide. Now, there is a big difference between people capitalizing on people's fear and using fear marketing tactics to try to generate sales for their business. Like that's icky. I, I cannot stand behind that. Um, but, you know, this is also a really a time to inspire people that mm-hmm. like, your time's now, right? In this short week, if it's taught us anything, the week that feels like 10 years, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that building a business online has an element of security, financial security and freedom that really can't be ignored. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's yeah. tricky, right? Like, cause you, you want to be sensitive to what, how people are feeling and you don't want to jam that down their throats, but we also need to be aware, right? This is not, this isn't going to go on forever. Yes, it's going to change things. And we're probably in this for a while. But people who take a step back, like too many step back, are going to have to play, you know, I think catch up in some regard um, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. back to normal, right? Because they always they always do. In some yeah. Way. 
That is such a great answer. I love how you answered, like just tune into yourself. And if it feels icky, don't do it. But if you feel like you can help people do it, I feel like that's like the perfect answer to that question. (laughs) Um, And I can agree with the online business. I mean, like, thankfully, like the way you and I have built our businesses, like working from home, that doesn't necessarily affect us, right? Like I had a couple of team members, but they're all working from home. We already kind of established that way prior to this happening. The only thing is I'm nervous, obviously being like full-time entrepreneurs, it like truly depends on you. And I'm kind of the type of person I love to plan. I have everything planned in advance. I feel safe and secure in having control in that. So it's just so crazy to not have that, but I just have to like put my faith into just everything's going to work out. Everything's going to be okay. But at the same time, I am so thankful that as an online entrepreneur, we're still able to work. We still have um, you know, our client, most of our clients are still here. I have had a couple of people in their free time since they had time to kind of really think about their businesses. Um, people that I've worked with a year ago or so they came back and they're like, Hey, I have like a small minor project. I wanted to update this. And I'm like, okay, okay, cool. It's like, it's interesting to sh- see the shift between different people and different entrepreneurs, because I have had clients, um, one client kind of put a pause, but it's interesting to see other people have this free time to think about. And they're like, Oh, actually we're going to add on a project. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So it's interesting, but have you had to adjust your marketing plan in any way due to everything that's going on in the world? Um, I would say I had to adjust it. I think I want to really support our community right now and do whatever I can to help people not, um, you know, stop going after their dreams. So Mm -hmm. what I've been helping my clients sort of, you know, strategize with and, and stuff that my coach has been helping me with and things that I've been implementing in my business are, um, you know, just providing a lot of free value. So free value in, you know, masterclasses or free challenges, um, discounts, providing discounts, like super discounted, um, like smaller ticket items, I think just so that people can continue to, it feels good to invest, right? Um, especially because money's energy. And I think that if we get comfortable spending a little bit of money, I know this is a little woo and that's what I've been um, maybe I'll digress there, but no, you're <laughs> fine. I love it. <laughs> okay, you um, and then, and then the other piece is really offering like extended flex payments just because again, we don't quite know, but there is going to be income. So allowing people to be able to put a little bit down now, um, so those are things that I've been implementing and sort of pivoting in my marketing and that my clients have been doing as well. I actually was helping a mindset coach client of mine on Tuesday. She's doing this amazing free meditation challenge, like yoga challenge for five days. And from that, just focusing her efforts on that, she was messaging me this morning saying how much better she just feels. And I don't know if it's the same for you, but for me, my business has literally been my saving grace because mm-hmm. it, been my anchor for normalcy. If I wasn't like working at right, right now, I think I would probably be, I mean, I'm a little neurotic. I'm not going to lie. So I'm (laughs) using that. And it's been, again, like I said, this, my saving grace. So yeah, I can agree. I can agree. Like I mentioned earlier, I was watching the news so much all weekend and then kind of in the beginning of the week. And then Tuesday, I was like, I need to stop. I need to stop. I just need to dive into my business, focus on the projects we have going on, focus on, you know, what we can do during this time to kind of help. And 
I like that's my normally normalcy too is like now I'm like working and getting excited about certain projects that we have going on and I'm like okay I just need to focus in on this and I'm kind of the same way like if I'm stressed I just like dive into work <laughs> yeah I'm like make the stress be productive right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> might as well might as well there's but um so as you know my podcast is called the marketing mindset podcast because I truly believe that in order to grow a successful business you need two things first the right marketing strategies and then also the right mindset so going back to your business and either if you want to talk about the beginning of your business or even everything that's going on right now but what is the main mindset struggle that you had to overcome when growing and scaling your business and then how did you overcome it main mindset um oh this is a good one <laughs> so <laughs> I think that my main struggle in the beginning was, I know this is, this is maybe this is going to be a little odd, but getting paid to be me. Mm. I know that sounds weird, but I had a little bit of a struggle around just receiving money mm-hmm. and I had to do a lot of money mindset work to get me to a space now where I feel comfortable receiving money and that, you know, I am worthy of receiving. So I think that's been sort of my main struggle. And then what I was, the second question was just like how I've overcome that. Yes. Um, well, I am a huge Abrahamster. Abraham Hicks is like my, the love of my life, uh, or they are the love of my life. And so I do a lot of law of attraction practices. I've done a lot of money mindsets and, um, with, um, is it Denise Dumphy? I don't know how, did I pronounce her name? Get rich, I'm not sure. Bitch. Do you know who she is? Oh, okay. which one? Um, get rich, lucky bitch. Have you heard? Oh, I've heard, I've heard of the book. I've never read it. Okay. She's amazing. I did her, um, one of her like manifestation courses. I do a lot of just mindset management work that has, um, allowed me to just be, I think not only a more centered person, but also feel so much more worthy of everything and being able to receive things that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel I can relate. And I think talking to different business owners, I think that's such a common mindset struggle is receiving. Cause I remember when I first started my business, um, a little bit about me is I was a marketing manager at a corporate job prior to doing this full time. And I remember when I was still working full time, I started doing this on the side. And I remember my first package was like Facebook management. Um, and I sold it for like $150. It's crazy, crazy to me right now. But I remember like my first people that I would talk to, I felt so bad for charging them $150 that I would just like, one, I wouldn't focus on like the benefits. So like right now I'm focusing on the benefits, like the end result that my clients would get working with me. And I don't do social anymore, but, um, in the beginning, I kind of did all aspects of digital marketing. But so I would give them like all the little tiny details of exactly what I was going to do when I was going to do it. So they would feel that I was worthy enough to get paid this money. And I still had people be like $150. No, I want $50. And I remember like, 
it was just crazy. And I remember I felt so bad charging, which is so funny to me now because you and I both know $150 for a social media management service is absolutely insane. And the fact that people were still trying to get a discount, right? I'm like, it's crazy, but it's so, so true. I had that struggle, that money mindset struggle too. Mm-hmm. It's, and I think it's like so, so common for entrepreneurs. Cause they're like, I'm going to get pay- paid what? Like, and it's like, why do we feel bad? This is our expertise. This is what we learn. This is, you know, those people don't know it. This is why we help them. This is why we help guide them and support them in that way. So it's interesting. <laughs> it's just, I think uh, coming from an employee mindset, I was raised that way and it was always exchanging time for money and it's a big shift going into the coaching because you are, it's your, it's energy. You're paying, you know, in coaching services, the, the ROI is like tenfold. If you can take a program that you invested $3,000 in and go and make 20, Mm -hmm. what is, what is that there? And that's how I look at it now. It's Mm -hmm. like you're investing to, you know, make 10 times more. And that's a, a big shift. I think that a lot of people don't see, and especially in the beginning of mm-hmm. dipping their toes into just any of the coaching or, you know, marketing, things like that. It's not just what you're putting in. It's what you're going to be getting back. Yeah. So yeah. Looking at how you spend. Yeah, that is so good. And money mindset, anyone who's listening, I remember when I discovered the money mindset journey, I was like mind blown. But I was like, the person that I first read was the Jen Sincero book. Oh, yeah. You're about us at making money. That was like the first book that really opened my eyes to it. And I was like, wait, this is a thing. I felt like I discovered like the secret of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's huge. Marissa Peer, she um pioneered RTT, which is rapid transformational therapy. And I did a hypnosis that she had like done online and it walks you back. But the takeaway there is our money mindset is solidified by age seven. That is huge. Mm, wow. Operating on beliefs. I mean, I'm, I'm 30, I'm going to be 31. Um, so it's like, you know, 20 something years of just these beliefs based upon what other people like when I grew up had thought and you don't question them. And Mm -hmm. so uncovering and redoing a lot of reprogramming for things that we just don't think about. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's so important. As you said, the mindset work, I mean, you can give people strategy and tactics all day, but if you don't have that mindset, then it's going to be a lot harder. Not saying you can't get there, but it's 10 times harder. Yeah, I agree. I feel like once I might, I changed my mindset and I started thinking differently. That's when I saw my business spike, but going into coaching. So what advice would you give to someone who is just starting out as a coach? Like what do they need to do? What do they need to put out there? How can they get started? Oh, oh my goodness. So this is perfect because, (laughs) (laughs) um, so yesterday, actually, I just launched my brand new group coaching program and it's called foundations. It is a really super supportive, like comprehensive step-by-step eight week program that is designed for beginner coaches, intermediate coaches to really bring clarity and take action. That's why right now, like I said, it wouldn't be an integrity to not share this. Mm -hmm, Um, so in the beginning, of my coaching journey, a number of my clients' coaching journey, we fell victim to what I lovingly call as shiny object syndrome. I don't know if you mm. experienced 
too, but it's like you are just chasing after all these shiny things, like the 10K, so following, so you can get that swipe up feature. And then, you know, you are going after those 10K months. And if you have the most perfect I help statement, the most perfect bio, then of course your DMs are going to be flooded with people who want to work with you. There's all these things and, um, you know, creating the perfect funnel. I... All that stuff is great, right? But they are tactics and a larger strategy. But if you don't mm -hmm. have the fundamentals, then that doesn't get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. So it's doing the actual fundamental stuff. So, you know, who is your ideal client, right? Um, putting systems and structures in place. When we don't have systems in our business, we don't know what we need to be doing. We always or not always, but I mean, this is my experience. A number of people I talk to, you overcompensate by working hours. Like, did you experience that in the beginning? I would work like yeah. 10 hours a day. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I, after you finish, I have something to say on the whole systems and everything. Cause it's like, it's so true. And I had to learn the hard way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's, I now do what I did in like 10, 12 hours and four hours. And so, so do my clients, because once you start shifting into doing the right things, like pivoting into actually revenue generating activities, then everything changes. And, mm -hmm. and my, one of my clients this week was like, I didn't realize how easy this is. Like this, I was making a lot harder on myself. I'm like, soul That's sister, awesome. I'm there. <laughs> like I, I had to get real with myself. I'm like, do I even know what I like actually should be doing? And that's the thing. So many people don't know. And so this is exactly what this program does is it's going to give you the step-by-step -step so that you can have put these systems and structures in place and have clarity around what you need to do. So you can actually sign clients, get cash in your business because you and I both know you're not a business if you aren't generating sales and you get stuck sometimes in just like the little bit of sales you're making because you're working so much in your business mm -hmm. opposed to you know doing things you need to do as a business owner like selling yeah no i can so relate i cuz i started my business as a freelancer so once i went full time then i started hiring a, a team i still ran it freelance like and i worked so much trying to manage it all it was crazy. And then I hired a business coach <laughs> and he was like, first, like niche down your offer. So we niched down to just web design and SEO. Cause that's where our clients were seeing the best results. And then he was like, we need to work on systems. And I was like, systems. I thought I had, I thought I had systems, but then he opened my eyes to something I was like, oh my gosh, I was doing it all wrong. And I had this same realization of like, after I implemented all the systems and it took a while to kind of create, create everything, make sure it was working. But after I created it, I was like, wow, I am like literally now making more and working way less. It was crazy. And it's interesting because I was the same way. I was like just chasing the money, chasing the money and chasing clients and all these different things. But I didn't focus on the internal side of my business. And mm -hmm. I was like, how did I expect to try to grow and scale if I didn't have these systems in place? So I love that you have, and that it's called foundations because I think it's so easy to forget. And that's something that people don't notice. But once you get into business far enough, you start realizing that's actually the most important thing of your business is that internal structure. Exactly. So, yeah. Systems are sexy. We're bringing sexy back. <laughs> I'm handling my energy. It's true. It's like 
we, it's hard when you don't know and you sort of feel like we get into this like cons total consumption mode, right? And it's like you, you need another certification and all these things and you're getting freebie over here, freebie over there. And you create this sort of like kitchen, kitchen mm -hmm. sink mm -hmm. together by like Google and all these leaders freebies. And you're not getting any results and you're like, why is Susie over there outwardly doing the same stuff I'm doing, but she's like six months ahead in my business and I'm standing still. And that mm -hmm. is why, because you don't yeah. have in place. Yeah. So that's exactly what my program is, um, is guaranteed to do is just give people the foundational business building pieces to create a success, successful, sustainable, scalable. How many S's can I get? <laughs> uh, business. I love it. So Yeah. Yeah. And side note for people, like during this crazy time of coronavirus, something that I was doing is, and it's funny, I intentionally took March to work on the internal side of my business. And now I'm like, oh, good thing I did because this stuff is crazy. But this is like the perfect time to work on the internal things of our business, especially if things are slower. Um, if we work on the internal process now that when this whole thing blows over, we're going to be so much stronger um, mm -hmm. moving forward. Yeah. But how about clients, right? New coaches, they're going in, talking a little bit about the shiny objects. How can they start signing clients? What is your advice on that? Signing clients. So get visible, show your face online and start sharing value. Mm -hmm. Start sharing content that is relevant to your ideal client. That is, you know, people go wrong with being too vague and too vanilla. So in the online space, if you are vague and vanilla, you are just drowning in the sea of everybody else. And what people do is they habituate to you. You wonder why you're getting scrolled by. People think like, oh, they're not seeing me. My, my audience isn't large enough. You know, all these things we tell ourselves, they're, they're seeing you. They're just scrolling you by. And it's because Ooh, it's hard to hear, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's a, it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's true. And so that is one of the reasons why you need to be doing like these self audits, which is, okay, am I, one thing I, I tell my clients is, okay, would you follow you? Go to your page and ask you, would you follow you? Are you providing value? People want to know what's in it for them, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. if you aren't speaking to, to their pain, if you aren't providing solutions, if you aren't inspiring them, um, then they're just going to keep scrolling you by. So I yeah. think really focusing on creating content, but content that is converting. Don't create content that is not getting those clicks, getting those saves, booking you sales calls. Otherwise it's a waste of your time. It's not a revenue generating activity and, um, you're going to have to shift. So get visible, create content that people want to see that provides them with value. Um, I think especially with the algorithm is favoring shareable content right now, like infographics, mm -hmm. cards, all that, you know, share those capitalize on that. And IG doesn't ever want you to leave. So if yeah, you're, yeah. you're creating content that is inviting people back. So the saves indicate that then they're going to bump that higher up. So be really mindful of your analytics. If people are saving it and really reproducing content that is, you know, high converting. I love it. Are there any secrets for coaches to sell out their offers? Any um, you know, I think that people 
don't, how do I say this the best way possible? So (laughs) I think people put stuff out there, right? And they just put it out there once and they're like, oh, nobody wants it. That's it. I, this maybe this whole thing is not for me. Um, you need to again be visible. People need to hear things seven to ten times before they're mm. going to either be interested in investing or actually invest. And if you put that in the online space, let's like multiply that by three. So you need to let go, like release the ego who is telling you that you're annoying, that people don't want to hear it and get out there and talk about your offers and also do so privately. I think people discount what private invites do. That's how you sell out a launch before you even want. Mm. Let's talk about that a little bit. Tell me, tell me more. <laughs> private invites? Yeah. Um, so just talking to people who are your warmest leads and getting to know more about them. True engagement is not something that you can scale. And I think that people don't quite understand that relation, you know, relationship building is a revenue generating activity if you do it in the right way. Mm. And so something that I teach my clients is really relational sales, you know, versus transactional sales, right? Because when you are going to invest thousands of dollars into somebody, you need to not only know this person, you need to like them, you need to trust them, you need to see them as an expert. And that's where a lot of people are missing the boat. Like they get friend zoned, right? And if they don't see you as the authority, as the expert, then they aren't going to buy from you. So really being able to shift the conversation in and position yourself, not only as the expert, but the person who is going to solve their problem. So Mm -hmm. better questions, leading questions, um, and then, you know, take it from there. Yeah. So when someone is launching, say a program or course, would you recommend them DMing those warm leads and be like, Hey, you know, I know we've chatted about this. I have this going on, you know, I'm just wanting to put it out there or (laughs) maybe not that exact way, but yes, absolutely. Maybe not exactly. That way, but yeah, you should definitely reach out to people if you think you can help them. Now, that that's going back to having the relationship with them because if you don't really know them, you don't know if you can help them. There's nothing more icky than somebody like sliding in your DMs and being like, "I think this program would be perfect for you." Blah blah blah. It's like you don't even know me. How do you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm, that this program mm-hmm. is perfect for me? So, really getting to know um, people and know how you can help them reaching out to people like there are people who are have been lurking on your offers and you see them so you know have a conversation be like hey obviously you're interested i know you're a perfect fit but maybe you aren't sure like you want to mm-hmm. talk about it i mean that can be pretty brazen but <laughs> having conversations right i yeah, mean that's yeah. the best part of this business for me it's like i get to have fun like you know, build relationships, have connections, because every person you come into contact with, regardless if they buy from you or not, has some sort of lifetime value attached to them. And I don't think people understand that. Like when when I hear people complaining about having to engage on Instagram, I'm like, are you kidding me? You have millions of free marketing dollars in your hands. It never used to be this way. Companies had to pay millions of dollars to get the reach, the visibility, and you have a two-way dialogue. Yeah. You know, 
in the past, it's like if you bought a radio ad or magazine spot or whatever, it was so it was one sided. You weren't able to really see how the market was responding. Mm-hmm. You can directly see how people are responding now, and that's huge. So yeah. not capitalizing on that and sort of complaining, it's like that is a champagne problem. So. Seriously, though. <laughs> What about what is next for you in 2020? Mm. That's a loaded question with the times now, but. (laughs) Um, 2020, this year I'm really focusing on just on this group program, to be honest. So many people have been asking me for this for a really long time because I I had a very low introductory offer and then I had a very high ticket one-on-one coaching. And I didn't want to create something that there wasn't, really a need for. And so it took me time really doing my own market research and seeing, okay, like what's out there. And this is something that nobody is teaching. Nobody is mm. like this. And so this year I really want to just help people get the basics and start building their empire. So I'm really focusing on this and um, everything else is unfortunately a little bit on hold, but that that's okay. Cause I, I really want to hone in on this and just, yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, it sounds like an amazing program and I know how important it is, but where can people find you online? So people can find me on the gram. Cause that is my wheelhouse. <laughs> um, I'm the Insta queen. So it's Courtney J. Kimball. Um, come follow me. I'll follow you back. And then I have a Facebook group, Insta Illumination. So we can go hang out in there as well. Um, I don't have a podcast, which I would love to have a podcast. This is so fun. Just yeah, I know. Right. I love it. It's awesome. I know. I love it. And you get to connect with so many different entrepreneurs and like, just hear everyone's stories. I love it. You should do it. Especially right now. Podcast fees are going up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Hop on that train. (laughs) Right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I, it was so helpful. I loved kind of hearing your side of everything going on right now. And then just the information that you shared for coaches is so, so good and so important. So thank you for that. Of course. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was so, so fun. Yes. And I'll include your Instagram link in our show notes. So if people want to follow you, they can find you on there. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.